One of those, eh? A classic naudacity, if you ask me. Sure. Too much crapitis. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's ultimately what causes everybody to, like, reinstall all computer shit. Am I right? It's just like, I'm not going to sort through this. Let's go. All right, yeah. let's. Uh, because that, that time limit <laughs> was <laughs> real. What's happening? The annual, and I mean literally annual, except for now it's semi-annual because I don't think we went to one last year, go to a movie in the movie theaters. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are you going to go see? Uh, uh, the hit new movie from one half of the comedy duo key and peel oh i can't remember what it's called get out yeah it sure. terrifying thought you were gonna go see john wick that's the only movie i want to see in movie theaters i feel like i could wait to see john wick until somebody says i can pay 99 cents to see it yes which is oh what that is I, absolutely true <laughs> which is what i did with the first one and it worked out pretty good I'd yeah say. No, it's not really a big screen movie but i do desire to see it just like one of those dumb I mean, John Wick is like the uh inheritor of the dumb action movie yeah mantle you know yeah i definitely like the first one especially in sort of this century <laughs> where i feel like that the the dumb action movie has all but evaporated in favor of cinemas. the up its own ass action movie like the expendables yeah it's not like the uh I don't know. I feel like the, the the last people to make really great action movies are just in Southeast Asia. Yeah. You know? Sure. Well, they've been holding on to it for like at least the past 15 Dude, years. Dude, they keep delivering. Yeah. Yeah. Started no hate. in Hong Kong. Now, inexplicably, it's in like Indonesia. Yeah. With like a Welsh director at the helm. <laughs> the, you might know that as the white savior trope. <laughs> Have you seen Dances with Wolves? It's not really, I don't know, I guess. It doesn't really qualify since he's not on the screen. Yeah. Anyway, so apparently, uh, I was I mentioned last night, I was like, oh, I kind of want to see that movie. Too bad all the movie theaters in our neighborhood are terrible slash or have shut down. Uh, and Grotz was like, you work next to the Alamo Draft House they just built. Which I don't know if they call it the Alamo Draft House because it's in New York and not Austin, Texas. <laughs> But they might still no, that the brand. Alamo is the brand. Uh, which is kind of hilarious. think it would have diminishing returns anywhere but Texas. And also, I don't want to see a movie anywhere that's associated with Davy Crockett's death. It All does right? make me feel a little, yeah, ominous. Uh, oh, I'm going to go, you know, lay back in a recliner. I hope Santa Ana doesn't come yeah, calling. Yeah, this is exactly why right? Santa Ana won. <laughs> Yeah, because everybody Everyone's was just like, like ordering movie, cheeseburgers from their movie seats. <laughs> they didn't. They don't have statistics on the number of people who were shot as they grease it, like they fumbled with their muskets, like a nacho cheese <laughs> clogging up the works. Oh no! Oh no! The butter—it's making it impossible to keep the powder dry. My, my powder is soaked with butter, <laughs> and my lust for slavery. Uh... So, but like so. This is, I feel like, going to be a huge culture shock, given that, like, the movie theaters that we have otherwise went to in Brooklyn, I would describe as sub-cinematic. Dude, those are bold words, Dave. Yeah, like... The cinematic, you had to worry that your shoes were going to come off. 
Because <laughs> the floor yeah, was I mean, so it's, sticky. It's not a good look. <laughs> like what? And some of the like some of the the screens are so small. Like it's like a we went to see The Witch, which I think was two years ago at this point, point. Uh, and it was a theater that held, I want to say like eighty people. It was so tiny. The screen was very small, and yet it was still filthy. Like it wouldn't have taken that much work to clean it. It was such a tiny theater. Yeah, no, that's the crazy thing about like, I if you had paid me hourly, I could have cleaned the whole theater in two hours. Yeah, well, I, mean, I was a te- yeah. like you could have paid me like the teenage wage to do it. But the thing is, they do pay kids the teenage wage, and then they just don't do it. It's, for them, it's like the best of both worlds. <laughs> like, I'm getting paid, and I'm also not really working. Because I've transitioned this movie theater into, like, a hangout spot with my three friends who also work here. And you know what? More power to them. You're not going to be kids forever. <laughs> Get paid. But anyway, so yeah, like, the, the difference there, I expect, will be astonishing. But I'm kind of hesitant to, like, buy into this whole, like, eat a meal at your movie thing, mostly because I don't want to have to get up and pee in the middle of the movie. (laughs) And I feel like that is an extreme likelihood if I consume any amount of liquid without the counterbalance of, like, three pounds of salted popcorn. (laughs) Just to keep me evened out inside. (laughs) I I don't buy any food at the theater. I don't even care if it's designed for that and the prices are reasonable. I'm going to go to the Alamo Draft House and I'm just going to sneak in a whole hamburger. Yeah, dude. We, and... we, we did that once with burritos. <laughs> um, and like just, yeah, like a whole sack of burritos with like the little, you know, tubs of guacamole and sour cream. And just like, I was, I was sweating bullets. I felt like I was, I mean, I was bringing in contraband, but like real contraband into a real place where I could actually get in trouble. Not just yelled at by a 17 year old. But I was like basically like a, like a bomb strapped around my body, but it was a burrito. Uh, which is a different sort of bomb. Uh, on an extremely long timer. Ah, uh, yes. But anyway, it's JoJo's time. Did you miss us? JoJo. It's okay. No, you didn't. It's fine. Well, why not? Well, I mean, I just feel like the the world has generally moved on, especially since these JoJo's episodes are probably like four months old. Oh, yes. This is our JoJo's hot take. If not more. Here's my hot take. Shigeki! Shigechi! That little Koopa Troopa looking... First I hated him. Well, first I thought he was Okuyasu's dad, because it's been so long (laughs) that I've forgotten what he looked like. (laughs) And then I thought, oh, it's not Okuyasu's dad. And then I was like, uh, where are you guys going with this character? And then I was like, well, maybe he's not the worst. And I was like, he is the worst! And I was like... No, he's okay. And then there was a Yukako episode, and then Shigeki was back, and I was like, oh, Shigeki's back, huh? And then I was like, Shigeki! Yes, no, Shigeki! Run, Shigeki! (laughs) Get away! Use Harvest! (laughs) Tell Harvest to find Josuke! Come on! Why did you listen to that guy's whole speech? Just book it! (laughs) Well, look, in his defense, a third of his brain mass was apparently phased through his skull. (laughs) I didn't watch the second episode of that. Did you watch five or four? I watched four. Five. You watched five, so you watched the second part? Yeah. All right, I didn't watch it. You can spoil it for me. What happens to Shigeki? Oh, I I mean, I think you could guess, and it's exploded. Oh, man. Wait, so it ends when... Bit of whatever. Josuke's going to put him back together. Mm, I wouldn't count on... (laughs) 
Because <laughs> that's what I was thinking when I was kind of watching him be exploded. I was like, well, the way this show works, as long as he's alive, I was like sort of thinking about the narrative possibilities of like, well, you know, as long as a character's alive, you can inflict any kind of grievous, grievous damage on them as long as Josuke's around, sort of fix him up. So even though Kira is talking about how Shigeki's, like a third of Shigeki's brain mass is now... <laughs> Like, punctured his skull. Uh, I was like, well, as long as he gets to Josuke, uh, and then he gets blown up again. In an extremely tragic fashion. Uh, where, like, the music is playing. And, he's and so it's like the sad stuff. Whatever, he's yeah. probably going to come back. I feel and like the well, only one who's going to die in Moriocho is the villain. Look, I'm not. I'm going to say never say never, because some Josuke stuff has, or some JoJo stuff has come back. Uh, when when you don't expect it, they're on an island raising wild boars or whatever, <laughs> and they say they're their dad, and they have gray hair for some reason, <laughs> and that fools you for a while, but then you're like, wait a minute. But no, in this case, like, he was vaporized, and then he went into the dimension where the dead girl is, the afterlife, I guess you might call it. So wait, he's a ghost somewhere else? Uh, he's I coming say back because he showed up as a ghost and then he exploded as a ghost. Whoa! <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, so I guess if dude, you're not a hot hammer, girl, you don't, don't get hurt to stick him. around. <laughs> you Good don't get to Lord. stick around the afterlife." <laughs> that is brutal. How do you? I mean, why would you even have him appear as a ghost? Yeah, it was very strange. Anyway. He like Is that like a warning to the ghost to stop trying to find people to help her? He basically <laughs> he manifests in the ghost realm. Uh and it's like in like a video game. It's like when Kirby gets attacked and pops like a balloon. <laughs> it's like he's like flying in the air and the girl and her dog with a severed neck, there's like the slit throat, are looking up and he appears as this like <laughs> spiky Hindenburg that just like ex- like ruptures <laughs> into a billion pieces and she's like shielding her eyes like, whoa and then they go to talk to her and everybody everybody's aware that there's a ghost now and the ghost is only too happy to manifest <laughs> and she's like let me break it down for you uh, that was definitely the guy who killed me because I guess this is the afterlife where only people murdered by that guy show up so I've seen a lot of ladies with only one hand over the years. Do they always blow off? They don't say any. She doesn't say anything about that. So, but then, you, okay. As long as you know Killer Queen's power or quote Deadly Queen's power, that is it uh, is that is the worst example of JoJo refusing to like use the actual name. Yeah, have some spine, you cowards. Well, it's not even like he says it. He straight up says it. Well, they always straight up sets it. Like, Joe's well, no, this crazy diamond, like every other episode at least. Well, yeah, but it's just, it feels like the Japanese is hard to understand. That's true. With it, Killer it Queen, very it was. Obvious. <laughs> also, like, it's his name. Like, yeah. my name is Kira. I'm a killer. My stand is Killer Queen. And I wear purple, so I guess that's where the queen comes in. It's the color of royalty. And so to have it be called Deadly Queen. You're like that's not even the, Dude, that's, that's not even the same he, thing. So he makes people. Did he did he blow up the spiky haired Koopa dude with a laser? No, uh, it doesn't show you that at the end of the episode. He his power is to make anything he touches a bomb. 
I just think it's really cool because if it is Killer Queen and it's a direct reference to dynamite with a laser beam. Yeah. No. Guaranteed regrettably. to blow your mind and he blows up the dude's brain. It doesn't it seems like no, it is not technically. But he does blow him the hell up. Uh <laughs> poor poor uh King Koopa. Dennis Hopper. We hardly Why didn't knew he, you. I mean there was already something wrong with that kid. He had spikes on his head. Yeah, it was a problem. I mean, there's a pretty messed up part where, like, he has been blown up the first time, and he escapes on on his back with Harvest. Like, Harvest's stand of a million tiny insects carries him away. Uh, and for some reason, it stops doing that as soon as he gets into the school proper. He's stumbling around. Uh, these, these girls are like, whoa, he's pretty messed up. But he is really hu- ugly, so we're not going to help him. He's creepy. Let's go. And he's like, his, he's like, like there's just blood all over him. For some reason, the blood is not censored for like the first time in JoJo's. Like his skull is impacted. He is moaning in pain and just like stumbling down the hall and like running into the walls. Uh, and these three fucking girls are like, let's go to volleyball practice. Forget this creep. <laughs> like they literally say like one of them is like, we should help him. And the other's like, no, he's ugly. <laughs> let's go. Uh, and then he gets to the doorway where Josuke and Okuyasu are just chatting it up, having fun. One of them's sitting on the desk, you know, like you do in school. And he's like, I gotta tell him. I gotta live so my mama and papa will be safe. They can't live in a town with a guy who blows people up and keeps ladies' hands in sandwich bags. We'll get back to that. Rewind. Uh, <laughs> just store then, that little nugget away somewhere. It'll come back. And, then Killer shows up, Kira shows up in the window and is like, Killer Queen already touched that doorknob. And now you have touched the doorknob. And now you are exploded for the second time. You're exploded so hard that no trace of you exists. Whoa. You'd think blowing up somebody's, like, half of someone's brain would be way more impactful to their body than just blowing up a doorknob. Maybe something to do with density. Yeah, I don't know. If bro throws a brick of gold at you, it's just going to, like, demolish five city blocks. Either way, I'm kind of surprised by this combat situation where he was able to explode a child twice in the middle of a school during the school day. Dude, he was using the hands to, like, bother a sandwich. That's the thing that really bothered me about the Kira character, (laughs) if I may, is that the reason he becomes so singularly obsessed with Shigeki is because through a comedy of errors, uh, which is like, I actually really liked kind of how they introduced Kira because I was like, this is a very Diamond is Unbreakable way to have this character show yeah, up. Goofy it's not Dio cat. like menacing from a castle at a distance. Like he brings his severed hand from the lady he most recently murdered to go buy a sandwich uh, and then to eat the sandwich using her hand in the park. And it just so happens that Shigeki, like creepy Koopa Trooper, like strange baby boy, uh, who's not that bright, but is incredibly greedy, uh, buys a sandwich from the same shop. Comedy of errors kicks in when Josuke and Okuyasu approach him saying they're out of money. He loans them money while his attention is turned. First of all, how the are they out of money? The sandwich. In well, the episode where Shigeki was introduced, they made like... $10,000 a piece. They address that 
they weren't out of money. They were incredibly lazy. <laughs> he was like, shouldn't you guys each have your 1.6 million yen from the lottery? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but who wants to go to the bank to buy lunch? <laughs> and at a, at a certain point, you're like, Shigeki, you are a simpleton and thus incredibly greedy because of your uh, atavism, basically, is what's going on with that character. Uh, but you do have a point. Like, at this rate, like, they're just using you, man. And it's not okay. But, regardless, so the dog takes his sandwich bag when his back is turned. Shigeki sees another sandwich bag in the nearby park, assumes it's his. It is not, in fact, not his. It is Kira's, and is holding a lady's hand. Uh, And thus, Kira must, through this, like, farcical situation retrieve the bag with the hand in it because he says and i quote in over 15 years of doing this i've never left a single clue behind except for the fact that he was waving a severed hand around in a crowded sandwich shop i don't know why he's worried about destroying evidence if you can turn things into bombs just turn into bombs and like throw it into a lake which he in fact later does with that same hand like, eventually he's just like, I'm tired of you, baby. And then explodes it. Or disintegrates it. Either way. So, he and he had already said, I think, I'm bored with this hand and I want to get rid of it. So, I don't... I mean, look, it's JoJo's. It's a comedy, more or less. I mean, a child was exploded. but <laughs> And multiple people were murdered. But, how did... I mean, the way... So, they introduced this <laughs> Shigeki character... In the manner of like, oh, this is going to be another one of the the group. Just a fun little Shigeki time. Then he flips the script on you. Well, you know, it's a classic parable of greed. It's like, we should have left the simpleton to be pure and free of sin. But now we've introduced him to, like, scheming, basically. Like, we've, we've uh, introduced evil to his untainted heart, like we've breached that barrier, and now he has become emblematic of all greed. <laughs> and, like, does this, like, 180 personality shift where, like, he's this dope whose stand is a bunch of little bugs that he sends around the city to gather all the 10 yen coins, and he's like, I've gathered 12,000 yen like this, and, you know, it's like a 100 bucks or so. <laughs> and Josuke's like, you know, if we put our heads together, we could get a lot more than 12,000 yen. Because, I mean, he's, he's even so generous to be like, oh, you guys want money? Here, just take some of my money. I just want friend. And now that you've taken my money, we're friends. And Josuke is at least good enough to be like, that's weird, man. I don't, that's not what I, I'm not down with that. Okiyasu is like, I am most definitely down with that. I want money. <laughs> <laughs> it was way better. Like, Harvest started off being really cute. Like, yeah. it would take the yen coins it would get and like shove it into its head and then it would always run around with two of it it has so harvest is like a little beetle looking thing um with a pair of legs and then four arms and whenever it gets something it runs around with two sets of arms just raised in triumph yeah holding the the coin not even holding the coin it shoves the coin it's like a coin holder in its forehead so it's just like running down the street with its two it's like, fists Kita, raised. Kita. It's like, man, that and they're all definitely... chasing it. That's how they find him in the beginning is Okiyasu is mad because uh, it's startled by the appearance of a harvest. He spilled his calpis water all over himself. 
And now he's mad and he just wants to beat it up. So anyway, like, Josuke is a good enough soul to be like, no, you poor simple child who is 14, you're one, like, one year younger than us, or maybe you're 15 because you're in ninth grade. But whatever, the point is that, like, he's like, you, you don't give money to make people your friends. That's not cool, man. You got a good power here. You just, we just have to put our heads together and think about how to use it to get a lot more money working together. And you need to be proud of your power. Oh, no, I've created a monster. Yeah. I'm so proud of my power that I did all the work. And then he becomes this, like, sort of tiny sneering mob boss who's, like, know, fanning like, himself with money. <laughs> it seems kind of dumb that, like, they're not all using their stands for criminality. Okiyasu can dissolve matter. Yeah, like swipe, you're saying like swipe a bank vault open? Yeah, and it would be completely invisible from for everybody else. They would just see parts of the building disappear. That's the other thing, is that Kira at one point is like, I've never left any clues, and I, I, I better not, because if I did, the police of this town would be on me in a minute with their expert police work. They aren't it's even... Like, would they? Nobody even realizes these people are disappearing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's effectively said in, like, this series of episodes. It's like, nobody cares that much. Like, Well, I guess he was like, he does, Kira does indicate that he's killing people nobody knows. Like, I'll go find somebody who's on vacation or something sinister. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, series of events of, like, they, they are up in the ante. Okay, they, they have... Harvest go around and pick up all like the the novelty or the loyalty stamps from various stores so they can turn them in for cash back. I mean, this is basically I feel like what a fourteen year old would think to do. It's like I'm going to get all the GameStop cards. I'm going to get ten percent off all my used games for the rest of time. It's like no, dude, no, just rob people. I mean, I guess that's the thing that, like, sorry, I mean, up to a point, they're like, all right, here's our plan. We're going to get all the discarded loyalty stamps, and then we're going to use uh, Star Platinum or Shiny Diamond, Crazy Diamond, whatever his name is, to fix them if they're all torn or greasy or whatever. And then we're going to go into the grocery store and stuff and get cash back from these stamps. Which, which I feel like is even more suspicious than the lottery thing where they get actually caught. If you show yeah, up... Well, with, like, 20 reward stickers that are supposed to be, you know, filled over the course of a whole year. Yeah, dude. No, you they're going like, to be on to you. You need to, like, get a whole network together to, like, bring them in one day at a time. Like, that's the thing. He comes out of the... He's like, well, I couldn't get cash back, but uh, I did get about $400 worth of, like, video game and DVD credit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... What is the shop clerk that is thinking when it's like, okay, whatever, man, I just work here. They don't pay me to think or question your ethics or whatever you're doing or question your usage of time. Like, if you work this hard to get this much store credit through some nefarious means, you probably should have just robbed people. And maybe you just—it's not really nefarious. They dumb. are just garbage picking for all that stuff. No, I agree. Though I feel like maybe there is like some sort of extremely ethical Japanese code of conduct that maybe would have to be like we need to find the owners of this. Where it becomes a little questionable 
Though I think it's still within the bounds of reasons, but maybe I just say that because I want like 50 grand, uh, is when they find a discarded winning lottery ticket among the pile of all bad lottery tickets. And they bring it to the bank. And with unbeknownst to them, because they didn't check the back of it, like the purchaser's name and telephone number are written on it. Even though they and, had it, they, they like quadruple checked that the number was accurate, but never flipped Yeah, I know. It over. They were, I was just like, and also like, look, Josuke, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but you basically have a power that is better than the sports almanac <laughs> from Back to the Future 2. Because if you can rewrite the back of the check where the guy wrote his name, you can just rewrite the front. <laughs> like, why don't you just change it to a winning lottery number after the number? Like, I don't know. I've never played the lottery, so I don't know if, like, uh, they maybe do a double sort of receipt thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I assume. That At least yeah, they, like, I'm, I'm thinking specifically of the Powerball because they know where the winning ticket was sold, you know. Yeah, like and that totally makes sense owned... because otherwise people could counterfeit them without magic. Yes, it would be extremely easy. <laughs> you wouldn't even need a stand. But even so. God, like... that would be my stand. I know what you're saying. What, lottery winner? No, money printer. It would be a stand that yeah. just prints money. I mean, it seems like a good one to me. Like, also, why didn't see... they come up with these elaborate things? It's like, Okuyasu, tell your little weird things to just go crumple up a thousand yen notes and bring them to you. Just like walk into a bank vault, walk out with, like Harvest yeah. is 50 individual beetle things. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be the greatest heist of all time. Like... Okuyasu swipes the door open. Harvest gets the cast. Josuke fixes the door. You don't even door. need to have him swipe. Like, they have ventilation everywhere. Harvest could just walk in and walk out. That's actually also true. Also, they <laughs> might just be ghosts. Like, they might be completely unaffected by doors. <laughs> it's just like they go to a laparoscopic. If you, whatever. I don't know. They don't actually ever steal. I think that that's really the barrier that they're working with. Yeah, like, they're skirting that, they that line of actual theft versus these are discarded amounts of money. I would say not giving the guy the lottery ticket after you you know it's him. It's not necessarily unethical. It's kind of a dick move. I mean, no, I'm not saying totally I wouldn't do it. It's totally unethical. <laughs> he won. That was his money, and he just didn't yeah, realize it. To the point where, like, the bank manager catches him because he's like, you didn't know the guy who bought its name was written on the back, did Dude, you? Dude, what was and that like, bank Fuck. manager's problem? He was like the guy from 12 Angry Men. <laughs> I hate teenagers. What are you, the freaking principal from Ferris Bueller's? Other popular media references to people that hate teens? But he was like way too... He, he, at one point he says, God wouldn't let these teenagers win this much money. Whoa. Easy, bro. Yeah, there's no way I believe that Kabi-sama... <laughs> Like, would permit these grody teens <laughs> to walk away with this fortune. You make me sick. Filthy teenagers. When will they learn not to come into our bank? I mean, it's a little suspicious that, like, can 15-year-olds buy lottery suspicious. tickets in Japan? <laughs> I don't Yeah, no, there's no way the lottery ticket gambit would have worked out for them, no matter what they did. And yet it did. I mean, look, they cheated, so whatever. But still, like, they made it work. Again, they should have just been using the lottery ticket as a pretense for casing the bank for their, you know, yeah. stand style, the like, scheme right, from right, office space you check out operations. The vents. 
<laughs> just walk. You could keep, just have, even if you just do it with coins, Harvest would still be able to collect, like, hundreds of dollars a day just in coins from a bank. That's the thing. It's like, it, it sort of, it all goes out the window because it's like nobody can see any of this stuff. And Harvest appears to be able to go wherever it wants. Dude, the only thing Harvest can't do is save poor Shigichi's life. Shigichi, oh, whatever man. the guy's name he... is. I've already forgotten. Shigeki has had a, a hard time of things. <laughs> he was born looking like a, a Mario villain. Seriously. There's got it. That's like, have we checked that thing for cancer? Do we know that those are all benign? I mean, it's a mess. Uh, nobody loves him. He has no friends. I mean, I feel like it's pretty... Look, we never see his parents, so we don't know that they do love him or don't love him, like he says, but I'm just... Look, he, I'm pretty sure his he, parents do love him, Dave. He's just he's the, he's the Ralph Wiggum of oh, JoJo's. Sure. Uh, and remember that tragic episode where Ralph Wiggum was exploded several times <laughs> while the climactic and extremely emotional music played. Yes. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe they killed him, man. Like I was like, when they blew him up the first time, I was like, they killed him. Fuck. Like I, I felt like it was pretty unambiguous. And then you go to the next episode, and he's like, sort, he's hanging on pretty well. I would say that he is, in fact, quote, mostly like mostly together, <laughs> which I think is pretty good. Massive the way head they, wound aside. Like, well, the way they detailed that explosion, and <laughs> like I was like, he is done for. And I couldn't believe. I was like, they didn't the the like the manga kid is still alive, not Rohan. I mean, look, you you know, but like the little like skeezy mannequin kid uh, is still alive. So the fact that like Shigeki gets it so quickly, when like, I mean, Shigeki had a character arc. <laughs> like he went through, he matured so much over the course of. Three to four. They episodes. knew what they were doing, Dave. They were setting this up, man. Yeah, they. But it's just like the rapidity with which that character has exploded. Like I was just like, like the manga artist has never, or not the manga. I keep saying that. I don't remember the kid's name. The mannequin kid, like, has oh, never. Yeah. I I don't know if he's officially repented for his crimes yet. Like, to yeah. say nothing of like having actually grown as a you person. You know that still kid's going like to come creep. back and he's going to be serving Kira somehow. Well, he I mean he is back. Like he's uh, I mean I guess you didn't watch this episode like he I mean aside from the thing where like he hangs out with uh um <laughs> the other little guy Koichi uh he's hanging out with them when they're like having their posse trying to decide what to do. They're like, all right, we're all meeting here today to discuss how Shigeki got blown the fuck up twice. <laughs> and it's like, it's like so many characters that you're like, what? You're, are you sure? Like, like Okuyasu's dad and Okuyasu is like, I'm so mad, but I don't know what feelings are. So I'm <laughs> sick in my tummy and I have to go home. And he says, come on, dad, let's go. And then his like reared, like fucking Captain Planet villain dad, like oozes down the sidewalk <laughs> with him. <laughs> uh, and like, yeah, everybody's there. Like the mannequin kid is there. The ghost girl is there. Well, the ghost girl is sort I'm of I'm telling like, you, Dave, oh. they're coming back. It would be I feel it. Shigeki was in the credits, man. 
like, I guess the Italian chef was in the credits, and I think people have told me he never reappears ever again. So you just can't know with this stuff. It's like, you know, it's anybody's ball game, but I guess it's just the guy who made JoJo's ball game, and we are here but to watch. Yeah. I don't know, like, I'm just like, they did such a good job with making Shigechi, like, so... Like, they just made him so cartoonishly loathsome in, like, a way that was, like, actually kind of, like, mirthful. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't he's know just I would say sort was, of pathetic, you know? Like, I, I don't know if I would say it was funny. Like, they were operating off, like, a well-established playbook of how that goes. But at the same time, when he, like, got all the money from the grocery store and he went over to some lady and he was like, Hey, Nachon, I got a fat stack. And he's, like, waving the, the bills at her. And they're like, no, 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 not that confident. You gotta be a little less confident than that. You're still three feet tall and basically like descended from You're a monster of turtles, uh, and you drool a lot. And then, like his battle ended up being kind of interesting. It does like require you know the usual JoJo suspension of disbelief of like, why wouldn't they just punch him? <laughs> like they're yeah. they're definitely close enough. Just beat the crap out of all the different uh, parts of Harvest. It's like Harvest isn't big enough to do any damage. I was like, I don't, I don't. That's you're just making that up. But okay, I'll go with it. This is JoJo's. It's just so sad that like Shigeki, he finally found out he had a place to belong. He discovered there were other stand users. And then two episodes later, he tells another stand user that there are other stand users, and that stand user then blows him up. Whatever, and the way man. these people process information is, like, astonishing. Like, how does Kira know that you can hurt people through their stands if he's never met another stand user? Yeah, that's kind of garbage. Unless, like, his stand, like, ran into, like, a, like put his hand down on a hot oven. And Kira was like, what the fuck? Killer Queen? What are you doing? Now I got this burn. You're supposed to make the bacon or whatever. Here, make these breakfast sausages for my girlfriend. That hand. You know what everybody everybody says? I'm going to beat the, my girlfriend. I mean, I guess they right had to make hand. him villainous. The, the comparison of JoJo's villains will always be the time that Dio made the mom eat her own baby. Yeah, that's pretty strong. <laughs> I mean, you can say it's like, oh, no, he killed a teenager. Well, remember that time Dio did that thing? Yeah, but it's, like, so... I feel like it's so abstractly evil. Like, we didn't know that mom. It <laughs> like, doesn't matter. You don't so, have to know the mom. <laughs> I just feel like I had such a... If he made Shigeki eat his own baby... <laughs> then I would be like, no, Shigeki! And then the baby Babies having up. babies. The baby and then was a bomb the whole time. <laughs> yeah, a killer queen just touched that baby. <laughs> Shigeki's like, but I can't stop myself. I just love eating baby bombs so much. It's one of those sandwiches from the place. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, man, Japan, with the sandwiches that ought not be, like, look, I think there's a, probably a perfectly reasonable way to make a chicken katsu sandwich. But it's not by, like, cutting a whole chicken katsu chicken breast in half and just putting it lengthwise in the, like, in a hoagie roll, basically. Why do you guys even need sandwiches? Just eat ramen. You have well, lots of I, delicious food. Yeah, they're like, we put it in the sandwich. Have you heard of yakisoba pawn? <laughs> we just put a bunch of yakisoba in this bread. It's like, that's what I'm talking about. It's messed up. It's not cool, man. It's not okay. And I'm here today to definitively say that. It is not 
Okay. <laughs> I do sometimes wonder, I'm like, what is our food that other cultures think is as gross as putting, like, corn and mayonnaise on uh, pizza? The Domino's menu? Like, all yeah, of it? Yeah, well, I mean, yes, sir, like, any variety of fast food. <laughs> or just, like, the fried everything? Yeah. I feel like this is hardly mysterious. It's all probably the same stuff that we think is totally gross. And we know it's gross, but we've eaten it, and we continue. Yeah. And, well, I mean, it is cheap. Mmm, <laughs> it just tastes like fat. Your brain knows. Your anyway, brain knows. The, other, the other thing is that Koichi and Yukiko are currently going steady, apparently. Dude, man, most heartfelt episode of JoJo's ever. Well, you know how Fatal Attraction ended. She boiled the rabbit in the pot, and then they had they got married, and they had a nice rabbit stew. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like she's coming back. Like, it it goes back to, like, he is so, like, well, I think I said this, like, a long, long time ago, but he's so moral, he just sort of, like, rubs off on people. Yeah. His goodness. That's his It's true overwhelming, power. yeah. It's not that bad power where he makes sounds. I mean, we, that's, we should have suspected that the manga artist guy was actually going to become one of their number one best friends just because his first run-in was with Koichi. Was yeah, like, oh. imagine if Kira had run into Koichi instead of Shigeki. He's like, oh, ew, oh all these gosh. sand uses if are gross. And they're Koichi. not coming out of their nose. <laughs> if Imagine what, I don't know, maybe that's when it gets real. They're going to have like a Krillin moment where... Kira blows up Koichi, and then Jojo just loses it. Or maybe yeah. Okoyasu finally uses his totally OP stand to do anything legit. Yeah, his actually good stand. I was like, Okoyasu, delete the space between you and Shigeki. This is not a problem. Like, Okoyasu, always be doing that. Like, don't concern yourself with the fact that it's, like, probably causing global warming or something. It's like, the diameter of the Earth is decreasing appreciably. We thought it was erosion. It's like every time there's a draft in your house, it's just because that's where the, uh, whatever yeah, space like or air, air filling the eliminated vacuum. came out. Yeah, it all has to go somewhere. <laughs> Matter can neither be created nor destroyed. That's why, like, I was, like, initially, like, uh, it looks like, because the first thing Killer Queen does is punch a bunch of the harvest bugs. And I was like, is this really another fast and precise punches guy? And, in fact, it was not. It was turn anything into a bomb guy, which I did want to get your opinion on. Is turn anything into a bomb a better stand than gun? No, definitely not. <laughs> I, was, I expected that, but I wanted to ask. I wanted to have that on the record. <laughs> what? That God still reigns as the supreme Just stand. because Whole Horse was the worst gun user in the history of ever, can you imagine how much work you could get done with an invisible gun? How would they stop you? I mean, you just, like, it changes everything about that John Malkovich Clint Eastwood movie. What is it, like, where John Malkovich, like, whittles a wooden gun during a fundraising dinner for the president? Mm-hmm. Whole horse could just walk in, in plain sight, make the trigger pulling motion with his invisible gun, and walk out with a dead president. I feel like there's actually been a lot of animes where that exact thing has happened. <laughs> where somebody like has a magical power and just kills people with finger guns. <laughs> Dude, if finger guns are real, there is no law. Well, I mean, the thing is, there is no law against finger guns. Or, like, there, there's no law against stands. So it's like, you, we, 
I don't know. Maybe in Japan they have ways to deal with this, but we can't make laws, you know, after the fact. That's that's in the rules. Now the rules may not be. They may not feel like they strictly apply at the moment. I don't know. I mean, making things explode is pretty good, especially if you can leave traps. Like it's better than magnetize you, trap woman. But I mean, it's still it's got to be gun. Like the only one that's better is stop time. And stop time is just totally broken. That's just a bug. Like you just got to patch Dio and JoJo yeah. out of JoJo. They're like, we decided that Dio was was trending towards a little OP, so we're just gonna shut that down. <laughs> Dude, that's that, that has to be the last episode, right? Like, they're all gonna be freaking out trying to fight this guy, and then JoJo's just gonna come in and like break his jaw. It's like, I turn things into bombs, and he's like, wham! <laughs> <laughs> He it's gives his like, whole yeah. spiel, he gets him 33 years old, and he just starts spitting up blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I don't know. It's like, I feel like you could have, like, a really good line today, or a line or something where, like, Josuke's jo- like, hey, Kira, you jerk off today. And Kira's like, what? What are you talking <laughs> about? No. And then he's just like, then you can't blow yourself up. Well, bam! <laughs> what? Look, I don't know. I haven't workshopped it yet. But he's like, <laughs> the it. only thing that would stop me from punching you a bunch of times is if you had masturbated and then I guess exploded your dick to, to harm me. I guess it's not a great strategy. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's when they really add him on Dude, the Dude, talk about cutting off your nose despite your face. Look, it's just Josuke punching him in the dick repeatedly and he's like, can't blow your dick off. Because Killer Queen didn't... Look. <laughs> Listen, I get it. He's sexually frustrated. He's it like a sense, salamander. But... He's like, I have to sacrifice my dick so I can live to another day. Except I'll just get just... a new dick. By which I mean a lady's hand. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to be like that character of Mardok Scramble. Or... I'm going to be like the lost character from Mardok's Grandpa. (laughs) I guess there was one that put a bunch of fingernails on his body. Uh, But in this case, it would be just a whole hand (laughs) on his crotch. Oh, Killer, you're Kira. You're weird, man. You're so weird. Which is like, yeah, I think it was just the emotional whiplash of going through that like whole goofy farce of him like trying to retrieve the bag with the hand in it without anybody noticing him as they're in like the gym storage yes. room and he's like unwinding a coat hanger i believe from where it he's is hiding maybe for like the first time ever it's not inappropriate to use the word juxtaposition yeah because <laughs> that is so, clearly what they were going for so for going from that to just like like and just like i was i was having so much fun i was just like this is what i come to jojo's for like I'm just enjoying this so much and like what a great way to introduce this villain. And at this point I was like convinced I was like when he showed up on the scene I was like he must have a stand cuz didn't wasn't the whole point that they used spirit photography to locate him or yeah. they used spirit photography to get the shadowy picture. But as the episode went on I was like maybe he doesn't have a stand and like he he does have to get shot with the arrow at some point and then he's going to get a stand and be like well I'm going to be a way better murderer now. Uh, <laughs> who shot so that guy just, with an arrow a, that's what I want to know like what are the odds he's one of the guys that gets shot with the arrow yeah well it's just like 
why have they made such a big deal about that bow and like having it in Ario Speedwagon Corporation custody if it's not going to come back in some major way? Like, I just don't buy it. I just don't. <laughs> like, but I don't know. Maybe he gets shot with the arrow and then he gets double stands. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get double stands. I think he is yeah. just going to get like punched it into oblivion. Uh, yeah. Well, so, the, I mean, they get on the case. I'll leave that for you to discover, but it's Jotaro and Koichi, uh, twin oh, detective gosh. squads. Because with Shigeki's dying breath, or actually far past his dying breath, like one of the harvester bug remains and like crawls into Josuke and Okuyasu's classroom and like holds a button over his head and it's like, Josuke! And then like the bug explodes too. It's like, and they're like, what's this button? Where's Shigeki? And they run around and they can't find him. And it's a button that, like, Shigeki had torn off Kira's suit. And now they got uh, the evidence to track him down. Junior Detective uh, Squad is on the case. Yep. And yeah, literally, Junior Detective Squad is Koichi. And, like, they find a tailor and he offers Koichi his animal crackers because, again, Koichi looks like a six year old boy. What you got to do is now you got to get that baby to make you invisible once you find the serial killer. Yeah. And then you just invisible baby torpedo punch that guy. I feel like that's some like sort of like that's some like daytime sci-fi TV show plot. <laughs> it's like, all right, we gotta use the invisible baby. We're only gonna be invisible for twelve seconds. <laughs> we gotta get it. And then we gotta just punch Kira in the balls like thirty times. Don't worry, I can do it with my fast and precise punches and every other with our punch powers combined. We'll repair his balls. <laughs> Using the other part of my power, which is fix things, so that the next punch hurts exactly the same as it would, as if they were in like perfect condition. Oh man, that sounds terrible. I call it the Kintama Express. Uh, the Express is my fists. I plan on shattering your balls fully a thousand times before the day is over, uh, and basically putting you. Imagine if that was just state. the threat that he made to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna keep beanbagging you. The right hand's gonna do the damage. The left hand's gonna do the healing. Reform it will your, never stop. Reform your life of crime, coward. Here's what's gonna happen. You're probably gonna die of dehydration from all the crying and vomiting you're gonna be doing. Yep. <laughs> this is for Shigeki and also oh. that girl I met once who's a ghost. Yeah, dude. No, they need to. They should blow him up somehow. That would be the ultimate Shigeki payback. <laughs> Rohan, open him up and find his weaknesses. Rohan like opens up the manga page on his skin. It's just it says my balls <laughs> over and over and over again. Just thousands I of don't, times. I don't think you want to know what's going on inside <laughs> yeah. that guy. It's not a nice place. <laughs> look, at uh, least he uh, look, at least he knows. Rohan, how to cook. why are you crying? <laughs> oh man. Just it's give up the manga gang man. altogether. Yeah. Like, oh my god, can you imagine being Rohan and having to hang out with that mannequin dude? Who's like, so, S Sensei, when's the next chapter coming out? And it's like, dude, I like took your face open and I caused you all this immense psychological trauma. It's like, can you sign my Tonkoban? It's like, I don't know, I would just be embarrassed for that guy. I was just I feel so bad for you, man. Yeah. Although he is kind of a jerk. I don't feel that bad for him. He was going to yeah, murder somebody. Yeah, I know. I mean, I feel, I feel bad for all of them. Or I just feel uh, it's just like a reciprocal circle of embarrassment or something. 
It's like, are we, are we all still here? Like, our, this club is based around who of us have gotten the shit kicked out of us by Josuke. And Okuyasu's like, look, man, you know, you get used it's to the it. the origination <laughs> of getting rolled in, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they say, tiny mannequin man, blood in, blood out. <laughs> it's like, but I never said I was leaving. It's like, blood in, balls <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's JoJo's, I guess. Yeah, we didn't spend enough time on the love one. Yeah, like, the love one... Yeah. It was kind of interesting. It was like a cool concept. It's just, I don't... Like, look, man, I get it. Koichi, <laughs> you like a certain type of woman, and you're a young man. Well, can we just a... say, once again, Koichi, how far out of your league are you hitting right now? There's That's no true. way! This guy is, like, in... Like, he's he's stepping up to the plate in the major leagues, and he should be playing t-ball. You got a point. I feel like <laughs> if I were Koichi, and perhaps I was at a time, to like sort of be offered this like uh, <laughs> this uh, easy triple, <laughs> I can just Dude. be like, "Look, I'll take it." She fed me wet dictionary pages mixed in with cornflakes, but you know, no relationship is perfect. <laughs> Dude, if she said she's reformed, we'll try. All right. <laughs> yeah, I gotta believe. I got. She will give me the egg and not. <laughs> oh my look, gosh! I, look, yeah, and she's a trying. Times. She's trying to make herself a better her by paying a stand using esthetician to uh, manipulate her. How many face. times did you read anesthesiologist before you realized that's not what it was saying? <laughs> I was like, "What does anesthesiology have to do with any of this?" Oh, uh, you're going to need to be doped up for the fact that I am literally rearranging your face. <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know, what's that? There's you know one of those games where you got to make the face out of all the different pieces, and she realizes that true love comes from within. Man, it's not how you look; it's the fact that Koichi can recognize you, no matter what face you've got. Even it wasn't when it even he couldn't crumbling. recognize her. He was like, "If I get this wrong, go ahead and blind me." Well, that was the other thing. <laughs> he was like, he was like. But that's what's say today, because it all comes down to like, all right, Yukiko, this is a fairy tale. I'll give you your original face back if you can find it among all these faces. If you know yourself so well that you can find your original face, you won't have to live as like a melty no-face monster for the rest of your life when this like devil's bargain comes back to bite you in the butt. Which is like, but I, I paid you for this. Like, why are you? Dude, doesn't matter. This wasn't charity. I gave you like ultimate monkey seven hundred dollars. Uh, and the trick, the twist, is that there was no face. Her face was not among the array of faces, and so it was always going to be a loser's game. But then Koichi proved that he was an even bigger loser by being like, <laughs> "I'm so horny for this lady that I want you to blind me if I pick the wrong face because I know she could never live." With me looking upon a face that was not her own. And that's how horny and self-sacrificing I am. And possibly self-sabotaging. Uh, Dude, it but, doesn't matter. They are they're thirsty. Uh, yeah, Give I would rather water. be blind and have sex. <laughs> Which is, I feel like, something we all experienced at 14. <laughs> uh, it's like, frankly, I'm not seeing a downside here. Uh, the, yeah, it's for the whole for our whole life, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah. take my eyes. We're fine. Yeah, no, uh, that that I that was un I understood that from the start. <laughs> Please, we are wasting time. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I love like I love the running joke of Okuyasu just being so mad that Koichi has a girlfriend. <laughs> He's like, I just want to get laid so bad. <laughs> Uh, like he won't even hang out with them he's like I, we could go get lunch with Koichi but he's hanging out with her and I can't stand the idea that they might have kissed <laughs> in Okuyasu's defense absolutely Yeah, I feel the know. same way and this is Look, a stupid cartoon <laughs> <laughs> like even your stand is lame you don't even summon the good one all the time what's going on <laughs> Yo, like, how is this happening <laughs> Like, when he shows reverb, it's like the lame reverb with wheels. Like, yeah. yeah, you didn't even summon, like, the Super Saiyan Goku reverb. <laughs> this is bullshit! Okuyasu is like, I can't believe this! You know, I work so hard. He's just go to the staring restaurant. into his Stan's hand. Just thinking of punching himself in the face. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna the hand my, my fucking dick off so that my feelings will go away. So I don't have to feel this way anymore. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna fucking geld myself like a sheep. Because <laughs> I can't bear, like I'm just like a roiling cauldron here, and Kokiyasu's pulling all his mad ass. <laughs> She's three times as tall as him. <laughs> she carries him around in a papoose. Oh man, sounds wonderful. Yeah, Ko Koichi turns out to be the true winner in all of this when when the dust settles. <laughs> like, it's like he grows like like dirty little crust ass, and like Josuke's like calling him up. We've cornered Kira. We got now's the time. We need you, Koichi man. And he's like, I don't know, man. I had a long night, and like <laughs> Yukako's like, What are you doing? Come back to bed. He's like, yeah, I'll be there in like 15 minutes, Josuke. But, you know, if I don't show up, you'll start without me. Like, lights a cigarette. It's like, what's that music in the background? I know I can't afford to stop. <laughs> it's like, Yukiko was like, who is that on the phone? He's like, nobody, honey. Just some kids. <laughs> <laughs> now bring uh, a little of that over here. That's his thigh. She sits I'm on him. So his legs just snap. With you. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man. Go get it, Koichi. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Work it out. Semper Fi. <laughs> oh goodness. JoJo's, right. don't you go a changing. This is. Yeah. I mean, I've said it before, but this is clearly the best iteration of JoJo's. <sighs> It's it's it it is so strong. <laughs> the next one, I don't even know. I mean, they can't even recapture sort of the weird novelty of this ever again. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see it try, but like, yeah, this is so good. Like, like the movement away from like, like, you know, a weird stand used to be a bird with icicle powers, <laughs> or a bird that had a stand that had icicle powers. Now we've got rat snipers. Yeah, it's like the sky is just the limit. I want to believe. Yeah. All right, shall we clap? Let's clap. One, two, three. 
and yet I can't take two. Seems like I'll have to take that one step backwards. Cause one step ahead is a step too far away from you. Now put my pants on, even though it's 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah, dude. As soon as I step through the door, click, 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 click. You could hear it resound up and down the block. Sure. Uh, like 9.50. We got plenty of time. But it is so late that I'm also concerned about falling asleep. <laughs> I know. I don't have a good track record with not falling asleep in movies in the best of times. <laughs> That's why the good thing is the food will keep me awake as long as it is in my hands. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. It sounds like this one, like I glance at the menu. It seems like the sort of establishment that would. All right, dude. Cool. Later. <laughs>